Welcome to the Fat AZ Muskie Podcast. Uh, I'm Andy. Uh, I'm joined with Vance in the front of the Ranger. And on speakerphone again is Todd Young from Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Uh, the main sponsors again, uh, Fat AZ Muskie Products, uh, jerk baits, soft plastic, glide baits, rod holders. Uh, we kind of run the gamut. That's why it's labeled products and not baits. And uh, the other sponsors, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, Todd Young, he's owner-operator, uh, charter service out of western New York and western Pennsylvania, um, specializing in muskie trips. So, Todd, you want to say anything? But that's all we do is muskie trips. <laughs> yeah. All other fish are just bait, right? Hey, that's right. That's right. You're stuck up. You're elitist. Elitist. Um, so, anyways, this, this week's podcast, we're going to... We wanted to do this podcast early on in our uh, little uh, library of podcasts that we're going to be doing throughout time, and it's it's kind of like the uh, the start of Fat AZ Muskie products. Uh, all three of us have a hand in it in, in some way, shape, or form, so we're just going to kind of give the, the story of that, fishing stories thrown in, just basic camaraderie on this, talk about some of the baits and how, how all this came about, so... Uh, Really, when it started, it probably started, um, I started Fatty Z Muskie Products. I'm going to take a, sh it was a gray area for a while, but I'm going to say officially it was like 2010, 2000, yeah, probably 2010. Um, what was happening, well, my muskie fishing really takes, takes shape in, in the late fall through winter into early spring. It's like the exact opposite of most of these other guys. Um, I, I, I like to bank fish. I know last podcast we talked about boats and stuff, but I never really hit on how much bank fishing I do. Uh, I don't put a ton of fish in, in, the, in the net a year, but about half of them come from me wearing boots. And uh, that really, that's where I cut my teeth doing all this. And it was uh, that, that, that winter fishing, real late November uh, through December. And... Um, you know, we, we got we got a good tip on, on, on where to go. Not knowing really anything, we, we, we just started fishing some of these holes. And we it, it was probably that first day that we went out that, that we had really good success. I, I mean, the first, for being novice at, at muskie fishing, going out and getting three pike and a muskie in a, an hour and a half really kind of skews your opinion and it keeps you interested. And uh, we were getting all the fish on soft plastic swim baits. Uh, Primarily, that the brand we were using was Optimum. It's a, it, it, I don't know if they were huge in the bass industry, but they were. There was a paddle tail swim bait, and um, it was just it was difficult to get them, and the quality was was just that there was no. There, were they decent size? I mean, was it or was it more? They were bass. They, they were bass swim baits. They 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 were. This was in the big swim bait craze hit, like oh, in yeah. California. They you know Huddleston came out. They. Um, Optimum, they were one of them. There's several others uh, out there, but they it was just a six inch, whatever sassy shad, Mister Twister. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It was just what was there. I mean, I'm sure anything would have worked, but yeah. that's just what we had. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I'll tell you this. I mean, already where where we're starting this conversation, I mean, it just show you how different uh, the backgrounds are for all of us. You know, I've been doing it for umpteen years, but. Uh, you know, this time of year that Andy's talking about going is like, geez, I mean, I, I, I'm never even thinking musky fishing over here. I mean, 
you know, we used to have closed seasons in Pennsylvania, and it's like that, that's deer season, and muskies is going to roll around here again in May when the season opens back up. So we, we do come from very different uh, backgrounds on this whole thing. I mean, Andy's fishing. Andy's, Andy's prime time is definitely not my prime time. He doesn't like the sun. He doesn't like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd uh, live under a rock right now if I could. Warm days in a row and like get some stable weather. And I'm like, Andy, you got to come right now. We're banging them here. And, and it's like, God, it's 86 degrees. I'm going to fry today. And I was like, well, yeah, but we need to go get fish. Yeah. And, you know, it's vice versa. In the middle of winter, I'm like, well, let's just go, you know, try oh, to wow. let, Let's watch hockey. Like yeah. so let's watch, like, ho- let's watch a game and, and stay in, in the heat. Yeah, I'm like lake effect snow tomorrow. Let's go right now. They're on. And but yeah, I'm like, you know, how about we just stay in and we do uh, some gear hunting or try to shoot something. Yeah. So we we had really good success right early on. The 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 fish were and it was a good winter. I, I I you look back now at how everything aligned. I haven't had winters quite like that. The 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 fish were. And, and these winter spots, they're, they're river fishing. They're, those fish are not in the same spots every winter, but they're they're predictable enough to where you're going to find them eventually. Um, so you know, using these these swim baits, and it, you know, I didn't have that many musky baits. I might have had a half a dozen, and we started catching fish on these optimums. So like most newbies, you catch a fish or two on a bait, you try to buy more. Mm-hmm. I was buying out every one I could on eBay. And I, I think the average is like one in three or one in four would run. And, <laughs> but when I say would run, you'd cast it out. And, and this, is, this is the extreme. Water that would stop moving, it would freeze. This water couldn't be over 33, 34 degrees. I know water freezes at 32, but I'm not going to say 32 because someone will call me out on it, call me stupid. So it's really <laughs> cold water. So I'm taking a swim bait that's meant for bass weather, you yeah. know, California, Florida, Georgia, and I'm telling it to swim in low 30 degree water temperature. It's freezing. It's freezing. And especially when Popping you pop an eyelets, busting reels. When you pull it out of the water. Your 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 spool gets so thick you won't you you won't you learn to go there with a half spool or three quarter spool of line because your line's gonna get humongous. Yeah. I think I'll stick to fishing in well, the summer. Don't don't say that yet. I still have to take you. <laughs> And and then then you'll see some of these fish and how. So the paddle tail probably froze up too. Then. I well, mean, when you pull it out, but when it hits the water, it it, it broke it. There we go. There we go. We dropped Todd one time. Let's see how many times we can do this. Uh, you there? No, it's it's got to pick up on Bluetooth. This is. All right, Todd, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, strike one. We 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 got we. We dropped know. once, sir. We, we dropped once. If this keeps going, I'm just going to get a different. I'm going to get a different thing. Or we can get a bet going. We're going to get an ov- over under. An over under on what, for the, the listeners. Drop. The the person who guesses the closest. Yeah. Or dead on gets a bait. Gets a bait. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm going to uh, sit in one spot. <laughs> is it you dropping or is it us? I don't know. I mean, I I I just uh, all I did was walk over and. Walk over towards my deck, and yeah, I dropped it. So <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> the the poor quality that we were getting, and, and like some of the baits would not swim, and it might not the baits might have been fine, but the baits 
just didn't swim. Some of them that would swim would go in on their side. Mm-hmm. Not that it really matters, but it was you didn't want that. And uh, so I said, you know, I can make something better. So then I was in the basement, concocted up. You know, I met the, the first, the bait that I first made, uh, I dubbed the Sloppy Swimmer, which I'm going to, I'm going to explain that name. It's kind of sound kind of silly, but it, it, you know, we don't take things too seriously here. <laughs> um, so I actually made it out of aluminum because that's, that's, I, I work at a machine and fab shop and, uh, I'm just, I have access to these tools and I have, you know, I'm, I'm a college educated engineer. And so I, I made it out of aluminum and I actually made a Bondo mold of it. I didn't know where else to get stuff. I mixed up Bondo and put it around this thing. And, yeah. you know, it, it didn't have a lot of undercuts and stuff, as you could imagine. But I poured a couple baits. Failed terribly. Things didn't even swim. <laughs> so then I, you know, then I, I, I found some of that uh, that Larry Dahlberg crap, um, that Alumalite stuff. And I'm like, oh, the silicone might be nice. So then I started playing around with that. As it got going, um, I finally got a tail that would swim, which... It, it wasn't like, oh, strike one, oh, you hit a home run number two. It took me like three months of screwing around this and that, finding weights, making a harness. Yeah. It was harder than I thought. I was also, like I said earlier, I was in extreme conditions. I was in really cold air temperature, really cold water, but I got it to swim the way I wanted it. I want to cast it out. I want it to hit the bottom, and I want to give it a quick pop of the tip and real slow and have that tail swim. That's, that's all we were doing. It was like automatic that winter. Those fish were picking them up. It had to be tough to test. It was awful. I mean, because if you're if you're going to a pool or you're testing them in a pool or whatever, and then you're going out. No, I was I was just going down to the river. So you were yeah. I was just well, give this a shot. Between icebergs. Yeah, yeah, between icebergs. I mean, there were times that we we'd leave a big stick in in a in hidden plain sight. We'd come there and we'd bust ice. Yeah. We would bust icebergs off and push them down the river. Yeah. And uh, it was. But it, the fish were there. I mean, that's where your spot was. That that was where the spots were. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, so I got this. I got this thing to swim, and finally, when I did get it to swim right, that is a little six-inch paddle tail swim bait. I, I wanted some things different with it. I wanted the ones that we were using had a single jig hook out the top, and uh, the fish were hitting it. But like, you would lose your mind, bands. Yeah. Our, we were we were banking. One in ten fish. That was the average. Yeah. 10% of the fish that we that were hitting, because, you know, these fish are just coming up and grabbing it, and the bait's turning sideways. It's a jig hook. So it's tough. tough it's tough. Hook, it's tough anyway. Them. Yeah. They have to hit it perfect. Though. They got to hit it perfect. You got to set the hook, and it's yeah. just like a garbage bag out there when it's this cold. And Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I, I, I said, I'm going to make this bait. I'm going to design it for muskies. So I put all this thought into it. I'm not going to go into all the super details of it. And... Uh, you know, one of the first times that I, when I got it to run, it, it comes in with a belly roll, like the belly swings back and forth, mm-hmm. and it kind of does a wander and stuff like that. And I pretty much said, this thing looks like it's drunk. How can I incorporate that a little bit? And one of the funny things was that like when uh, the sayings that my, my friends had like in high school and stuff was it's sloppy drunk. So yeah. we just took, okay, oh, sloppy begins with an S, swimmer begins with an S, and it's a swimmer that's kind of drunk swimming. Yeah. Anyway, sloppy swimmer, that, that was born like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I made a bunch of them and, you know, not really knowing anything. I also, at the time, I made spinner baits and uh, I made some twitch baits and, and, a, and a jerk bait that was enormous, like profile wise. And, um, 
you know, I, I really, I think I had like, when, when I started the business, I, I had the website and I didn't know what to expect. I mean, you, you think when you open up a bait business that orders are pouring in every day. It, I had like one order for like the first six months. And well, it's I'm, a very tough market. It's especially and, with spinners and and but, soft plastics. Yeah, I, I you know, but I just shotgunned it. I said I yeah. gotta figure out You made something great for yourself for what for okay. I, I made it I made it specific, but I knew yeah. that if it worked in that cold water, it's gonna work in warm water. Warm water. And it'll uh work in PA it would work it, in Minnesota. It'll yeah. work in the Bahamas. Yeah. There's not a muskie there, but um so that you know, I, I started out with all that stuff. I said, I'm gonna see what it takes off. This big jerk bait I made, these twitch baits I made, spinner baits, you know, the safety pins, some inlines and whatever. And I had one order and I, I still remember who that guy is. I'm not gonna mention names. And uh he, he, he gave me a shot, but then oh gosh, what was it? Was it uh Oh Todd, your 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 old guide partner, Jim? Jim, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jim. Jim Burr. Jim Burr, yeah, that's I, I wanted to say bus, but yeah. Um, oh, I, it, I was close. Yeah. One letter off. Um, Plus, he, yeah, he's the president of the local chapter of Muskie's Inc. So okay, so I wasn't I too far. His name, but yeah. I, you know, people were telling me, like, you know, you got to do this online stuff, and uh, I, I, the, the, the computer and me are not really that great of friends. It's not something I enjoy doing. I mean, I, I started doing it out of, uh, I felt necessity, because people were telling me that, and uh, just, happened to run across uh, Andy's baits uh, on a site and, uh, you know, saw that there were some, some, some soft plastics there. And, uh, yeah, I could, I knew that I could use that in my everyday guide trips. And I like to stay with people that I know. I mean, everybody, all the baits that I use, I use baits from, from, you know, these guys are all friends of mine. I mean, I've been in this for a long time. I know, I, I, I know the guys. I like to stick with this guy. You know, this guy's from Edinburgh. He's a little bit north here. Let's give him a shot. Our local club, Jim Burr, was the president of their club at that time. Yeah. And uh, we were having a little show. I said, hey, you know, try getting a hold of this guy. He's making some rubber baits up in now, And I had no idea. I mean, I didn't know if Andy was doing... Big business, no business, little business. I, I knew nothing about it, but I was like, I did it for my own. Uh, <laughs> Your selfish reasons. <laughs> selfish reasons. I was like, I want to see these rubber baits, and if this guy wants to come down here, I'll go take a look at him. And uh, yeah, that's how that's how that got started. And Andy can go from. Uh, yeah, know, that that little show. Jim. Yeah, yeah. That little show was just, uh, you know, I didn't, I had no idea. It was, I think it was free, wasn't it? In August or something, it it was all out of kilter. Like it's the state park is it the state Moraine State Park, which was uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moraine State Park. They the the state people let us open up the. It used to be a restaurant, and they let us open up the building. And uh, you know, Andy came down, and uh, I brought like we'll do there for my guide business because we we do we did trips there at the time. I still do some trips there, but not too many. And you know, Andy came in and brought a bunch of his stuff in, and uh, I brought everything. You know, I didn't know what to expect. You brought all your stuff. Yeah. I brought everything I had. Guns a blazing. Yeah, everything. And uh, well, there were probably what four or five vendors there. I mean, looking back, it it, it it's kind of in. I don't want to say embarrassing, but it's a little corny. But that—that's where—that's where it started. You gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere, and 
you know, I remember you had a little booth set up, Todd, and, and yeah, I, I just I had a little booth for for the uh, for the state park we fishing at. We used to do some stuff there, and I still do a little bit there. But uh, yeah, yeah, he came in and his rubber bait. I, I remember him unloading his truck, and like I said, I didn't know anything about it. But you know, as the day went on, and I went over and started talking to him a little bit, and uh, you know, come to find out that he had. It shipped some of them baits to a lot of other guides and stuff, and oh, I just, yeah. you know, pulled yeah, yeah. out my wall and said, yeah, I'd like to try a couple of those, and then we get to talk, and he's like, well, look, you know, if you're guiding and stuff, you want to try a couple, and, uh, you know, go give them a shot. Yeah. Now, Vance, keep, keep this in mind. That year that I had, like, one sale, I shipped baits <laughs> all over the country. For free. For free. Yeah. I, was, I was just handing these things out. The same one. The the, the, same, the, the, the swimmers, swimmer the swimmers, and I just had, I had solid colors. I I wasn't painting them. I wasn't like mul- white, orange, green, white, orange, green. Yeah. yeah, and I was proud as a peacock <clears throat> about them. And all I was digging for was feedback. Yeah, and and, and, and it's you know it's pretty You're much curious if they would work other places while you were. Well, I just wanted breaking. I, I knew that if someone had them, yeah. someone's got to catch a fish somewhere, and, and to, you just need a spark to to start the fire. Yeah. I it was the biggest disappointment. Yeah. I mean, even the, you know there were some other fairly local guys that, and there's more than one. In case you guys know who we are and stuff like that, that 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 promised me to to, to get reviews and just mm-hmm. use and stuff like that. And it was, you know, that there was, you know, and I, I guess I'm going to drop the name. I'm going to drop the name Greg Thomas. I gave him some. He offered to to do it. I had to hound him a little bit, but he gave me feedback, and he actually pushed a guy my way. The guy contacted me about the baits and stuff, but he never ended up pulling the trigger. But mm. Greg, Greg came through on his word. He, this is he just used, over a soft plastic. Just over, a, just yeah, that that thing that's hanging behind you. That's hanging, insane. That and it's just I was I was hustling, and I it's, I still am, but it's it's a little easier now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. You know, a lot of people just turn you down, and just flat out say they didn't need them. I can see that point. I mean, people contact me about this or that, and, you know, uh, there's, there, there's, I mean, there's not a line, but, I mean, there's a time where I can only take so much stuff out in the boat. I know what I'm comfortable with. I know what we're going to catch fish on. I got a lot of friends in the industry, and, you know, it, it's hard to take on other people. So I can see these, I mean, you're just getting started in the business at that point, and, yeah, it's hard to realize that, but there's tons of different baits you can choose, and that. But you liked you liked that you liked the sl- sloppy swimmer when you picked it up. You used it, right? He was just he was just going to try it. Yeah, just just give it a shot. Yeah, I, I went over to buy a couple off of Andy, and I picked up I think a black one and a white one. Or a brown and, one. Uh, you, you like that brown one? Up that weekend, I was going up to Ch- Chautauqua on Monday. Went up there. Waiting on my client, I threw it off the dock a couple times. I'm like, I'm going to give this thing a little shot today. So I went to fish a, a deep water weed edge, and uh, we pulled out there, and I handed it to the guy. And I mean, I, I mean, obviously the bulldogs <laughs> and the medusas, those things are me catching a lot of fish. I have a major, I, I was having a major problem handing those things to clients. And, uh, you know, th- these fish were grabbing the tail on that thing. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, I got one. And I'm sitting there looking. And I was like, oh, you don't have it for long. Yeah. They're, they're, they just were in the habit of, you know, ripping the tails off them. 
I can, and uh, <laughs> we weren't putting these things in the boats. I liked the idea that that thing was a little bit shorter. Really yeah. liked the paddle tail because when I threw it off the dock waiting for my client, I could feel that vibration. Vibration is, you know, obviously, you know, the vibration in your lures when you're trolling, the jointed lures, anything like that helps immensely. You can't feel that when you're throwing a, uh, you know, a, a twister tail type thing. And uh, I threw it a couple times off the dock, handed it to a guy. We went out, and I was like, okay, we're going to fish. We were on a, on a, on a deep-water weed fish. The fish were hanging out off the weeds. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, I want you to throw it out and give it about a 10 count. And I want you to start using it like a jerk bait. You know, totally different than the way Andy designed it for, by the way. Mm. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, I was doing it for a straight retrieve. I also would find that pretty intimidating if I was a... A brand new, uh, you know, somebody trying to go out on a trip, and a uh, a guide handed me a a sixteen ounce pounder. Yeah, or even to you know, chuck. whatever the like, eight ounce, the, yeah, the regular stuff. You know, this is this is a little tough. I'm like my ass is kicked after, you know, ten casts. I, mm -hmm. I don't think muskies for me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so you know, I I I I, I handed it to the guy. He it was his third cast. I could see him counting it down. He threw it out, and I'm just standing there watching him, and he's counting down, and he's counting down. He gets to about five. Boom. I see the line start ripping the side, and he actually knew enough to set the hook like most people don't, with at least most of the clients that I take out aren't very experienced musky guys. But, uh, you know, he's like, fish on, and, uh, you know, ended up getting the fish in, put it in the net, took a picture, sent it to Andy. Didn't know Andy really... At you all, that point, you had like, to wait till you got home. Got a fish. <laughs> because you did it on a digital camera and you had to email it. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a delayed. It was like old school Pony Express kind of thing. That goes back to Todd saying that he's he doesn't like using computers. Yeah. And, and apparently phones. I'm starting, to use my, I'm starting to use my iPhone a little bit now. But yeah, and, and uh, you know, so I was like, yeah, 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 you know, we got a fish. Like I said, at this point, I still don't know whether Andy's... Uh, how much he's involved in this, you know. Like, it wasn't much of a fish. It was like a 40-inch fish, and, you know. But I'll get you a picture eventually. I had to wait till I came home for your trip to send a picture. And I, I just remember the email that he sent me back. He's like, oh, that's not a bad fish at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, you know, but outside, that was the first fish that I knew someone caught other than so you me. Got your, you got your feedback. I, I got I got my feedback. I got a photo. Uh, I mean, and Todd Todd gave some some feedback that was not all praises. He said, "I want to see bigger split rings. I want to see some other things change." Mm -hmm. That that he oh yeah, like, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. critiqued it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's he perfect. It. That's per perfect that, that's when you're the, trying to make a make a product. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we had to cut the hook, and I couldn't even get the damn little split ring off. I don't like cut little stuff. I like the big stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, but it's it's I like something I can work with. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's coming from you know. Andy's never forgot how you reamed them. Yeah, I I just I, I cried <laughs> that night. I cried. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, this little split ring ain't gonna cut it. You need something bigger. I need to get it get that hook off. <laughs> yeah, it, but you know that that was also one of the first times that I I heard. I'm like, you're cutting the hooks. Yeah. You know, I I was isolated. Like I said in the earlier podcast. I'm in this little thing where I had like, I, I, I was brought up, I was, that optimum swim bait was a bass bait. I was fishing with bass gear because the guy I was fishing with was a bass fisherman who part-timed 
Pike and Muskie because I had an interest in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then I, I kind of met my, my one friend, Tim, which he'll come up a lot in, in, in future podcasts, just stories that is always me and Tim fishing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, well, that's a hundred pound split ring. Why do you, why do you need anything more? And so it was just, I had no other, I thought I was King Tut around here. <laughs> I, I had no idea any of this existed. So I was making all these decisions thinking they're, they're the best decision to go with. And, mm-hmm. You know, then I hear Todd tell me, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, what, what the heck's, I thought that this, what, what more do you want? It's a hundred pound split ring, but you know, I've come to find out it, that's not always the case, what you're looking for. Cause like I said, I cut the hooks, just take a pair of pliers and rip their face out till you get the bait back. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> but that was just what you did, you know, or at least what I thought you did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah, so then, then Todd takes some more clients out and I'll let, I'll let you tell the story. Well, geez, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it just went on from there. I mean, we started using those baits, letting them sink down. Uh, I, I mean, I can tell you this. I mean, we're trying not to do a commercial here, but we are talking about how this all got started. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's real obvious that big rubber catches a lot of fish. But, uh, my, I mean, I wrote an article on Muskie Hunter, and I, I said this, it didn't get in there, but, you know, eventually one will get in there that says this, but... I mean, my book ratios went up amazingly by using that paddle tail instead of the, the, the long curly tail. Can you catch them? Absolutely. You can catch them. I've caught lots of fish on the bulldogs and the, well, I, I don't think I've ever caught him in Medusa because I never had one, but, uh, you, 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 you were know, catching that, them on bulldogs. Paddle tail, that, 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 that paddle tail with the vibration, I mean, there's only so much. And I have, I have put some of our rubber baits on. Uh, Andy's rubber baits, and you know, threw him the first cast, and the fish come in and rip the tail right off of it. That does happen. That's that's what's going to happen when you're using that rubber. I was never a big fan of rubber. I was doing it because uh, I needed something easy for my clients to throw. Because I'm handing, I'm a jerk bait guy. I will live and die with a jerk bait, hard jerk bait. Uh, I don't think there's anything better. You don't have to buy a new one every couple times you catch a fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can catch 100 fish on one of those things. And uh, I feel that we can get them just as quick on that kind of stuff. But yeah. uh, That, that, that kind of leads us to, to, to the next step. Was yeah. you know, t- Todd and I, we, we, you know, we started talking somewhat regularly. Uh, phone calls, this and that. Some, he'd give me some feedback. And, you know, we, we, we came, you know, where it wasn't just like... Hi, I'm Andy from Fat AZ, you know, on, on, when he answers hello to a telephone call. It, you know, we, we started, you know, our names were in each other's phones and whatnot. So we, we understood that. And, you know, I, I the way I remember it was, you know, Todd made made mention. He's like, man, if, if I made a bait, it would be like this. And then, you know, I, some time went by. And I said, Todd, tell me your perfect bait. Because obviously I'm not going anywhere without you. I, I, I'm... So you hit it off, and, and the wheels started turning. We, yeah, we hit it off with, with, with the rubber baits mm-hmm. because that, he was catching fish. I mean, he probably bought a couple hundred dollars worth of rubber baits. He had some clients buy some baits <laughs> off of me. Uh, looking back, it's like I thought I was like, I'm, I'm, it's this is it. Yeah, I just let's start looking for new houses because I'm, I'm going big time here. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm like, well, Todd's bringing this business in. I gotta, I gotta make sure that Todd's still in the picture next year. And, you know, I, I said, what's your perfect bait? And, you know, Todd, describe your perfect bait. 
Yeah, my first debate was, I mean, I, I was doing, I've been doing the guidance for a long time. And uh, I can always get guys to catch them trolling because all I do is, it's all me. I troll. They grab the rod, they reel them in. We go casting, and I knew I, I knew I had a problem because, the, you know, this place for fishing that was extremely weedy, uh, you have to get the bait down there, but you got to be able to rip it through. And, you, you know, you, you're, you're, you're dealing with guys that have never even used a bait caster. So the first half hour is just trying to get them to use the bait caster and not hook you in the back of the head and, 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 and doing things like that. And, uh, you know, I was a couple years into my, my trips here, and I realized that, you know, I can outproduce every, everything with, you know, using a jerk bait. But, you know, I went, you know, 20 fish in one season realizing that, you know, I'm throwing a few casts and I'm hooking almost all these fish trying to hand a rod off or something. And I don't want to do it that way. I want people to hook their own fish. Uh, I mean... I can catch all the fish you want to catch on a Wiley jerkbait or on a Suic or on a Leo jerkbait. I can get them. you got to work your butt off, and you got to keep going. That's the way I'm used to musket fishing. That's the way I always did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the harder you jerk, the more you pull, the deeper it gets. These people don't have the coordination. The people aren't used to throwing this thing. So they're having a hard time doing that. So, I, I, I mean, my, my idea was just, I mean, I need a jerkbait. You give it a couple big rips. And it gets down there. I want it to stay down in that zone. If they turn around and talk to me or if they fumble with the reel, it's at least in the zone. It's down there a couple feet. It's not sitting like a bobber on top of the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andy, Andy brought up, oh, yeah, you, you know, I got a jerk base here. And I've sort of worked on it a little bit. And he sent it to me. And it was this, you know, I'm, I don't want to make Andy mad at me, but it was this <laughs> unbelievably huge, God-awful. It was like a panfish. It was like a bluegill or a sunfish-looking thing. Yes. Uh, do you have uh, to see that? I got one. They're, they're over there in that tub. It does work really well, uh, but it's the same as everything else I was trying to get guys to throw. It was like, well, I can throw this. I can catch fish on this, but I can't hand it to other people. And uh, he also had another one in the mix. He said, I got one that's a little more slender and... Uh, Blah blah blah. You know, you know, went from there, and we started working on it. It was, it was the. I don't know if I showed you the first one. I actually got the first one, Vance. It's right over there. Yeah. I had a, at work. Uh, we had a pallet, like most pallets come in. They're all busted up. I ripped the board off of it, and I just drew a shape, and I just made a cut. I, I I just cut it on a bandsaw. I took it to the router, routed it up, and just started the whole process over again. Now, knowing that since it took me so long with the uh, the soft plastic, I'm like, well, this is going to be a little harder mm-hmm. to, to kind of whittle it the way Todd wanted it. And I actually have like three stages of it over there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, yeah. I, 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 Todd, did you ever see that wooden one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Because I, I remember saying, I was like, Andy, we've got to take a lot of meat off of this thing. I mean, I like the hooks. <laughs> I uh, like the hooks to be sticking out. Cause it was like wide mm-hmm. and much deeper. I mean, when I pick up a bait, I remember having this conversation with Andy. It was, you know, you know, he was showing me some baits and same way I look at a bait when I go to look and look at one. Anytime I'm looking at the bait, you know, I like to pick up a bait 
I turn that thing sideways, look at the back view. I want to see some prongs sticking out. I mean, you, you, you have a side profile view and you have a length view of that bait. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of baits out there that are just these big gargantuan things. And I'm looking like, I'm sure you can get a fish to hit it. You can catch one on a, on a, you know, a hot dog if you could put a ray in it. But it, you know, it's one of those deals is like, I, I want to see the hook, hook up ratio here. Yeah. <laughs> I want the fish to have something to, to not slide off of going when he grabs the bait. Yeah. And I, and I remember saying that it, Andy, I was like, yeah, I mean, the shape's okay. I remember the first time I saw that wooden one, and I was like, yeah, it looks good. And then I was actually really disappointed. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's about, it's about an inch. meat on that thing, and it yeah. looks so small. I mean, you know, I'm, that's going to be one of the baits a fish hit, and you catch one out of every five fish. And, mm -hmm. I, and I, I remember trying to get you to, like, Let's make this thing a little more aerodynamic, and let let let's cut some some of this meat off of this thing, and let, you know let's get some hooks showing. <laughs> that wood one, I actually, I I, I I molded that wood one. I remember I, I I called you. I said I had a muskie that was just playing with it. I, I it was at that spot, that 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 hole in the river where that osprey came down and, and tried to grab my glider. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had that one going, and you know, I was just walking the bank, and it was falling. It was small; it was a thirty-two or something, thirty-three. Yeah, it wasn't that big. But then, you know, I, you know, back and forth with Todd, like he said, he let's let's do this, let's do that, and we're actually holding it right now. I ran and grabbed it so Vance could see the first the first wood raptor. <clears throat> then after I after I did that, this is kind of like an in between. Yeah, Vance. I see. I see it. I see where where the raptor is now nowadays but this one's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A, the shape's there the, yeah. sh the shape is there the thickness it's definitely thicker it's thick all the way down to the belly it's probably about an inch and a quarter almost. it's just that you, you can see the, the the palette there you can just see the plank yeah. of wood it's just like a, a nicely sanded piece of wood that's what it was because i needed it nice and smooth mm -hmm. and then uh this one was kind of like an in-betweener i'll post photos on facebook of what i'm talking about on this that guy kind of he he was an in between yeah. thing. He really wasn't the first one, but but then this this was like the next generation of that that resin. Um, th this is what we we dubbed the hand sanded. Remember remember the hand sanded ones, Todd? Oh yeah. Yep. Th this yep. this was I had I had this blank, mm -hmm. and one day I said, "There's only going to be one way I'm going to get this thing smaller." And I took some rough sandpaper and I sat in my basement for like... And hand sanded it. And just started ripping and tearing until I got it slender like this. Yeah. And, uh... God, that's a lot of work. I'm trying to think. I, I think I molded. I, I molded this. And then I, I went out and I started catching fish on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have a couple... You know, I have a couple rivers I can go to. I went there and I, I caught a few fish there. And it was just unpainted, white, no eyeballs, mm -hmm. just two hooks on it. That was... That was a, that was a point that Todd made sure that he wanted three hooks, but I was fishing with two hooks. Oh, that's right, at two hooks, yeah, yeah. The two hooks, and, 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 and the way we were doing it was, we, we were like, just this mold was just weird. It was like giving birth to a raptor, the way yeah. the way we were ejecting these things. We evolution. Made, yeah, it was evolution. Evolution of a raptor. Yeah. First one grew on trees, the next one's being birthed out of silicone. Yes. Um, and, gosh... We, we we had we had things all over the place with that. I I, I didn't want to paint at that time, and uh, yeah, that's right. You know, because I I actually had to paint out of necessity. But uh, of those blanks, 
Were you using the white ones or or, or what were yours? Yeah, I used I yeah I I used I, I used a little bit of the white ones. And we got them done. We were still playing with them. And like I said, I was still just still in the bubble. It was like I was getting some parrots on this and this and that. But eventually, remember we were playing eight so much. That's mm-hmm. the nice thing about using these resins and things. You know, we come up with this weight, and Andy gave me a bunch that had just it just had a number on it. It was just a white thing and it had like different numbers and that was the weight numbers i started playing uh yeah tell me which one you like one of them is like here here's here's yeah yeah you know tell me which ones you like and i'm like here's the number we need right here this is the one we need to hit this number that thing's looking good uh yeah and it and it it, it just went from there Andy started painting out of necessity and uh they were still in the, I mean, when, I, I can't even remember, when When was it that I, I caught that really big, big one with those clients? I mean, we were still used to, everybody was using rubber, the uh, swimmer and the senior in the boat, because the, that, 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 that rubber bait is all, also the uh, sloppy swimmer, sloppy senior. Was the 8-inch version. There's three different sizes. Super senior wasn't around at that point, but... Uh, you know, I had my clients throwing out, and I was just, I, I said, Andy, just pay me one up gold. With gold on it, black top. Now we call it Gold or Palace. Still probably the most go-to color I would ever grab. <laughs> There's a lot of good colors out there, but I mean. I, I hate that, that color. And uh, I, I hate it. Clients, <laughs> they were throwing out the front of the boat doing that, and I was just using I was pitching out the back of my boat every once in a while. Uh, we had a bad algae bloom going on. I was starting up towards weeds just to make sure I was pretty close. And uh, yeah, yeah. Was a, uh, that was not like a fifty-two or something. It hit that. It was, it was a really big one. Yeah, was, was that like thirty-nine pounds? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Caught out the back of the boat. I I I remember sending. I was like, Hey, Andy, you remember that number I was giving you? We still, you know, we got the number. I'm gonna send you a picture. <laughs> So you 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 I just got a big yeah. one on that bait and uh, that's amazing. I don't think he was expecting what the picture I was going to send him. So you were still testing. You guys were still testing the the weight of it. And we, Todd we were, we were fine on it. We, we were, uh, I mean, I, I I knew the weight. That, you know, I I could tell by working it the one that, the one we wanted. And uh, that's the nice thing about dealing with that stuff is I mean now you know we make them and they're all within grams of each other, and uh, yeah. I, I was pretty excited about the whole ordeal. Yeah. Actually, I was very excited. We'll put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, if, if anybody heard me say earlier that I hate that color, it's 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 because. And here's a double standard: I'll fish with white all day long, but that gold, that gold repel is too simple for me. If that makes any sense, it, uh, it's I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it it's it's a great color, but it, it's I don't know. I look at it every cast, and I say, I'd like to see some bars and some scales. But yeah. that's personal preference. Todd loves it, and, uh, you know, he's catching fish on them. So it didn't matter to me. You know, I'll just I'll keep painting that. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, that, that, that summer we were making, you know, we, we had an issue with getting them to run right. It, we, we, had, we had some uh, placement. We, we had to do some placement stuff. And, and it was it was all growing pains with, with that bait, you know, and like any bait. So, uh, 
you know, going from two hooks to three hooks changes the balance and this and that, and especially when you're trying to go for that stay down in the water column kind of thing without sinking, you know, or sinking too fast or floating too fast. And, you know, and the paint process evolved, you know, from, you know, you just got to figure it out. I mean, this stuff was all still fairly new, all, all that, that, that urethane stuff. And you, you had to, you had to figure it out. It was not an easy road, but you know, we, we went down it just fine. You know, it takes time that, you know, so for all the bait makers out there who, who are getting started and whatever, you know, just, you know, just listen to what we're saying. I mean, it's, it's to stay at it. You'll eventually get it, but don't expect a home run right out of the, right out of the gate. Now that does happen sometimes, but you know, so, so we're working and we, we finally get things set up right. And, you know, um, Todd gets that big fish and that was a fall fish. And that kind of took us into that, into that, uh, in the winter, right, right around show season. And then what was it? Did we end up getting a booth at the Butler show together that year? This was 20, 2012 you caught that fish. That was the year my daughter was born. Yeah. Yeah, that's the year that we started doing the baits that were sort of together. We didn't have a booth together, but you were like on the other, you were around the corner from me, and, you know, guys were looking at the pictures, and, you know, guys were asking me what we caught this couple big fish on or whatever, and, you know, I, I sent them over to you. We weren't even partners in the business at that point still yeah i mean this is still a very new endeavor uh but uh yeah i was sending them over they were picking up some swimmers and not even how much the raptor was around that first time but i know you had a lot of swim baits so you had at this point in 2012 you had you had swim baits and then you had this jerk bait that was just getting perfected they, they, they were they were getting yeah they were they were getting there uh you know, but I still have the, I, I still have that inventory of spinner baits. They're trickling out, but I, yeah. I still have I don't know maybe a hundred hundred plus spinners in, in the basement right now hanging for inventory. Which and since then, there's been like thousands and thousands of raptors have left here because I poured them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so <laughs> as things got got going, you know, it, it stuff started moving faster right around that that first show season would have been early 2013. Todd and I, we ended up becoming partners in the baits, and, uh, you know, he, he wanted a part of this. He, he saw that there was something there, and uh, so we, we split the duties and stuff like that, and, you know, and then it just, it kind of continues. Um, oh, that, you, you, hey, Andy, did you remember that bait didn't even have a name? We didn't know what we were going to call it. That's and, right. Uh, I just remember the one day when I was throwing it, and I was getting all excited, and I looked the little like nose down sort the of beak. beak on it and I painted a couple by hand with my daughter <laughs> I put like an eagle on them and I was like I, Andy I got the name it's, we're, yeah, we're going to call it the raptor that's what we're going to do man we got it going and I just remember you, you, you saying okay yeah let's go with that <laughs> yeah the, the, so it's the raptor the bird the raptor the bird not raptor Jurassic Park raptor yeah um, the raptor the eagle you know yeah, and you know, I was also playing. Water on the table, and I painted an eagle face on it, and I put some uh, uh, put some feathers on it, and I painted like a bald eagle, and I was like, "That's it! It's a raptor." Yeah, yeah. By by feathers, you didn't like glue like yeah. feathers on it. You actually you, you drew them on just to clarify for the people. I drew them on. I hand drew them. They're still thumb down in my basement, hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean we. You even got some rare ones. I mean, you you got you got Dale Wiley to paint a couple up for you. 
I got Dale Wyatt to paint some of the first cut, because that's, that's before we knew you were going to be painting. We had something else worked out for painting, and that, that, that all fell through. And I took him over to my buddy Dale, and, uh, and he painted a couple. And, uh, you know, he, he would have done it, could have done it. Uh, next thing you know, I got, I got he's all, Yeah, also, now he's a painter. I will tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> These paint jobs are very, very, very nice. We get lots of compliments, and people were saying, like, wow, how long has that guy been doing that? It's like, uh, Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Like a Just started. Months. May? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the first batch you ever did. You, you, I mean, you took off. It, I mean, it was great. I mean, it just happened. That's the way it happened. And uh, since you were going to do the paint, and I was going to do the pouring and doing, doing all the molding. And yeah, which which would then we, we, after things started going, getting good, we invested in, in, in better tooling. We, we graduated from the yeah. silicone and, uh, you know, we got, we got aluminum molds and, you know, now we're more consistent. But before that, you know, we, we, the, what we referred to earlier is the, the sanded, the hand sanded blanks. I had to make this into a 3D CAD file. Yeah. So I had to sit down in my basement some more. Well, it wasn't my basement. It was our spare bedroom where my computer was at. And I had to draw this on an outdated 3D CAD system, take it in, got it, got into work, you know, yeah. and I paid time and material, had it cut and, but that's another major change. Every time you do a major change, you run the risk of having major change in how the bait runs. Yeah. So then, so what we worked up all the way up to that point, now you got to cross your fingers. Yeah. You know, like, like the tough shad thing, you know, what was those wood tough shad? I never ran a wood tough shad. Todd, what, they used to be wood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when he first came out with that bait, I mean, you know, they were wooden. They wiggled like crazy. It reminds you of like the way the bakers run now. Mm -hmm. You went to the plastic; uh, it changed the action completely. Yeah. They put they put some lead in there and all that. You know, the time that he made the decision, uh, John, to 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 uh, to go to plastic, you invest a lot of money to do that. And uh, in all honesty, the bait came out didn't run anything like the others, but. Uh, the proof is out there that it still catches fish. Uh, he made a very good decision. Uh, he made a bait that was getting punched out in plastic, and I don't, I don't run my wood ones anymore. We'll put it that way. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was a complete change. Yeah. Despite how the complete change, how critical you were on measuring everything, and I can't speak for for Tough Shad if if he was shooting for this yeah. you know, or shooting for that, but. You know, it's still it's it's out there. I, I, the shape has changed. I, I have some I have some harder lines. I have some ridges and stuff. And it was just how I could model the the CAD the CAD drawing. We got that cut. We got the aluminum tooling, and now we could do what I call production. Now it's not you know injection molding production yeah. where you're dropping you know eight parts every thirty seconds. It's it's more labor intensive, but it's it's still it's an honest way of doing it faster than one at a time oh yeah and and, and fighting with this stuff but consistency that's the thing because, you know you can make them consistent when you deal with that stuff when you deal with these wood baits you're trying to make a jerk bait i mean a crankbait doesn't matter all that much you're going to put the lip in it's going to do what it's going to do even wooden crankbaits you know you grab one that goes deeper than next and they're made exactly the same but uh you know 
for this jerk bait trying to keep it neutrally buoyant, uh, and you've got to hit it very, very close there. And, uh, you know, hitting, you know I, that, hitting that number. <laughs> yeah. Well, you hit that number. You just can't do that with wood. Yeah. yeah. They, you just can't. Because you, hit, you, you, hit, you know, you yeah. can take a piece of wood and you lay it out and then you add your weight. Ugh. And every piece of wood is so much different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, that's what makes it, you know, like I said, uh, I don't think it matters all that much crankbait industry because you know you put the lip in there they're gonna they're gonna fluctuate a little bit but man making making jerk baits yeah. i can go into a lot of stories about the way it got, you know the guys make the jerk baits and out of the wood and uh you know drilling lead out putting lead in if you want to try to keep them consistent and not just throw them out there and make them uh that wood makes a huge difference that's why this stuff that that that, that, that we're making these baits out of Yeah, you hit uh, the the correct number on the on the weight, and then you hit that magic number, and then you hit the magic number for musky. You you banged a fifty on it. Yeah. But I could t- I yeah. could talk about that when I first started, uh, you know, fishing for him. I had this is this is where, 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 where yeah I had a hand me down. Um, you know, I first started fishing with my uncle. He handed me whatever lure, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna use it. Well, he handed me uh, a wooden reef hog. It was orange reef hog all beat up and whatnot and i uh i caught a, a 52 on it and that was my first that was my first fish uh you know musky really fishing for him and then the next year i caught a really you know how lucky you were man i know i know I Todd, know. how many how many fish before your first 50 yeah like 735 or something like that <laughs> well yeah i got well i caught one before that on a on a worm and a bobber but I just that didn't count. I wasn't I wasn't fishing for him. And it was like I don't know, twenty five inches. I was about seven years old and I wanted to get it mounted. But <laughs> so I was I was using that thing and uh the next year I, I went out and I and I got another I got a, a, a forty eight, this beautiful barred fish off the same off the same bait. So naturally I wore the paint off the thing. And I noticed Within that that year, I was I was using it so much that, I mean, it was it it took. I you know I'm I'm younger I'm in in shape and I my I, my butt was getting kicked working to get this thing, you know two foot under the, you know two foot underwater, and. You know eventually it stopped working, so I retired it, and. How I kind of get brought up in in this mix is how how I am here today with with you guys is um. I went out on a trip with Todd. I wanted to, I was in the phase of, you know, renting boats and my lore was, my magic lore was stopping, you know, stopped working. And I wanted to, uh, you know, sync up with a guide and just, you know, try to learn, you know, to, to see if I could, you know, critique, you know, what I was, what, what I was doing to, uh, you know, put more fish in the boat. Um, and uh, I stumbled across muddy creek on on the internet i called up todd and uh we went out uh for for a charter and uh, i was on a family vacation I, I i broke away from the family for eight hours and uh i think i brought that lure i think that was like the last time i used it and it, it was it was that it was an orange reef i mean it was it was 
It was terrible. The thing would float. That you could it, it just looked like a top water lure when it was all said and done. It just stayed stayed up no matter how how hard I was working it. And, and uh, you know, he went to some spots and whatnot and uh, you know, Todd handed me the 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 Raptor. It was the first production of it. It was it was uh, it was a little bit different than than the than what you can get nowadays. But man, I picked up that thing, and you know, I'm I'm going for, I'm used to a bait that that basically you know my magic lure that is on top of the water. And this thing, I chuck it out there, and it's it was gone. It was dis it disappeared under the water. I was like, I can't see this thing. This is nuts. I mean, it must be down there. What five feet, eight feet? I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't believe what I was using. Uh, it it was it was easier. I, I wasn't fatigued. I was just like, this thing is amazing. I can get it right right where I want it. And uh, you know, I ju I just knew that 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 was. I couldn't believe there was something else out there. Now we didn't catch a fish on that trip. We had we, we had, did nothing. It was like it was the second day of the whole season. That was a trip in August, if I believe, that we had no hookup. No, we uh, we had one follow. Catch fish. There are days where we have three or four hookups or whatever. Yeah. We don't catch anything, but we had we had nothing. We saw some fish though. I think we only saw one. You might have saw the other one, but I I know that I for sure oh, saw, saw one, and I was yeah. I was thrilled. I thought that you know I I, I couldn't believe it. I, I you know just seeing them at that point uh, when I was. Musky fishing was was something else. Now, granted, I didn't get out much, but um, you know, we didn't see. We, we saw one fish, but I, you know, and, and Todd was just like here at the end of the day. He said, "Here, take this bait, use it." What color? It was walleye. It was a walleye. It was a walleye. I still have it. Yeah, it was. It, it was a walleye. It was. It was. It was brown and a white white belly on it and and whatnot. And uh, you know, I thought that was fantastic. I I, I didn't put that. That was. I didn't catch any any muskies on it for the, you know, on that trip or anything. But I just knew that eventually, you know, this was this was gonna work. Mm -hmm. I just had to get out more. I went to Canada that year, um, and just crushed crushed fish on it. I mean, they were not muskies, but I mean, a big pike mm -hmm. and whatnot. It, it was just it was just amazing, just the the ingenuity of it and, and everything. I I just. Still, when I cast with it, I, um, you know, I, I, I can't believe how, how, how deep the thing gets in, in, uh, you know, in my boat when I'm casting nowadays. I mean, I'm, I'm using the jerk bait. I'm using that thing. Um, and I can tell you right now, I can't. I mean, and, 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 it, and that's all it. it. It was all about the ease of it. You know, you can just hand it. I can hand that bait to someone. You can pull it a couple times. I don't care if they turn around and they start talking to me. Yeah. Or if they fumble with the reel. At least it's down there in the zone. And that's, that's the big thing. I mean, I've had, I have friends that are in their 70s mm -hmm. that very dedicated to other lures that come up and buy them under the yeah <laughs> under the radar at the show, like saying, I, you know, I don't want these people seeing this stuff. But uh, yeah. thanks. Thanks, man. This has made it so much easier. It extended years on their casting. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I, like, I, I can work this thing. Oh yeah. I'm getting people that have never even thrown it. I mean, our first fish of the season this year. If you check out the the Muddy Creek website, there's a little video. I mean, this. I'm not gonna call her a girl. I'll call her a lady. 
new newlywed people. She's in her twenties or whatever, and uh, you know, never even did it. I I'm, I show her how to use the bait caster. Her husband said that they went out and practiced a little bit in the backyard, put it out, hour into the first trip. Bam, bam! I could tell right away. I said, "You guys, if you guys can do this, we're we're going to encounter some fish today." And uh, first fish of my season this year was, you know, forty-five and a half inches by some, you know, really nice young a, lady that a, a first timer rookie never caught a fish before. You can't do that with every bait out there. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's for beginners and it's for you know vets and in the game and uh you know i could relate with that story that you just told about the couple with uh my girlfriend and she she's you know i'm not going to make a comment yeah, about her weight uh, no doesn't <laughs> matter about her weight but it uh she's a perfect weight and um you know i i she fished with her father you know with a worm and a hook and was you know her dad put the worm on took the fish off stuff like that so she did really doesn't fish much when she's caught two muskies casting with the raptor this year all by herself and she raised a couple giants so the fish get there they're i mean the 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 baits get get right in front of the fish they're in the zone and you know she's she loves it i don't i'm not even afraid she she went from not casting at all to being confident with it and i'm not even you know worried that i'm gonna get a, a bait stuck in the back of my head now when she's at the back of the boat or, or you know, up up front casting with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, uh, you know, the, the way that the baits work is, is something special, and, and I can uh, attest to that today. I just got off the water, and I caught nine muskies. And how, how many hours? Mm, I fished from 1 to 6.30. So. 1 to 6, five and a half hours. Five and a half hours, I, I, I banged nine. I, I was hooked up one other time. I almost hit double digits, and... Uh, I left to come to this podcast. Yeah, and you were late. I know, and I was late. I was five minutes late. <laughs> if I would have stayed a little bit longer, I would have hit double digits, but yeah. Nice. The Raptors are... Yeah, you shouldn't have came, man. I know. Those days only come around so often. I you should have waited. I know. I know. I'm kicking myself. Well... Another day like that. I, you know, most people don't understand that, that you can... Uh... Yeah, jer- jerk in there. I mean, that's... Nothing like having that lure. Having that lure, you you just get hit. There's nothing like that. The whole world stops when you feel that casting for them, catching them. It's amazing. But all that action in five hours, I, I just is it's nuts. Makes you wonder and if, I, you, if I, you wouldn't have slept in. And I didn't. I had stuff to do today. I had you know sleep. life. Life happens. Sleep. Yeah. No, I t- pay bills, take out the garbage, stuff like that. And, and that takes how many hours? But I could. <laughs> It it took me four. It took me four. Yeah, it took me four. I'm I'm, I'm very. You just mo- moved as a homeowner type thing. Yeah, I'm very I'm very really methodical here. Okay, but the, I'll, uh, I'll let you slide. Yeah. Don't blame me for not getting number ten. But I was yeah I was uh, <laughs> I could tell you that you know doing the the jerk bait thing over I I there was pe- other people fishing around me they were using. The run of the mill musky hunter they were tells using, you what to use. You know, topwater bucktail, soft plastic bucktail. I was sawing them, they, and then they saw me dip my net nine times. I mean, sometimes it those fishing over here, the they, you know, the jerk bait. I mean, it mm-hmm. unbelievable how it it just it works. 
Yeah. And it out it outfishes the other stuff. If it didn't I would be using it out yeah. the other stuff. But. And uh pretty much that that's the story how these uh you know, these three podcasters all got together. It was it started out with the swim bait, got me and Todd together, and then the uh the glue that holds it is is the raptor jerk bait. <laughs> and you know We have other baits out there. I mean yeah. we got the glider and you come up with a glider. Once again, it had two hooks. We put three hooks. We changed it. We made it bigger. And uh, well, we also we changed paint I, processes a couple times. I mean, all of this stuff is nerve wracking when you make those changes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it comes down to. You guys are creating something, but you want to tweak it. But then, if you tweak it and it's wrong, you're starting all over again. Almost. You're going back. I mean, you're yeah. trying to get different things. I mean, it for for any of the bait makers out there, they know exactly what we're talking about. But it it, it is you got something that works, but you want to change one part of it. You could open up a can of worms that you can't get back, and you just gotta, you gotta just, okay, I'm gonna start one back. One thing to make a bait that works. There's one thing to make a bait that works consistently, really well. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, there, there are people out there that do it, and there are people that don't. And I knew, you know, when Andy and I got partnered up in all this, it was just like, I, we don't wanna, I, I don't, I don't wanna do any, you know, Till you bring something really out and show it to people, you want. I, I want it to be. I want it to be right. And uh, Andy did too. I don't know if Andy knew what I thought was right with what he thought was right, but you know. I didn't know what to think. I, I was a soft plastic swim bait guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like. I literally. I said I have to stay with Todd somehow, in order in order to to, to, to slingshot this thing because. I, I can make the same thing over and over again, this exact same. That's that's what part of the tool and die and the fab thing that I do is you, you, you design a process, you know, and, you know, people people will just take take a anything, block of wood, block of plastic, whittle it down, and just make a shape that they think is cool, but it's not conducive to manufacturing. So, you know, Todd knows what he wanted, but I had to make it manufacturable. Yeah, and and we had to, you yeah. know, and, and there's there's a balance. There's okay, I'm gonna, we got the two hooks working good. Okay, we'll go to three hooks, and then you know some of the early paints, you know, they they, they looked good, but they wore through real easily. So then we had to change some, change to a harder clear coat, and and change some of the the base paints, and you know we had we had a couple ba- uh, changes of shape and just how these look. I mean, you can see. Yeah, our, I mean our 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 glide bait. I mean. Uh, I never thrown a glide bait. I mean, some people, some people love glide baits. It, to me, it was just too, it's, it's too slow. I want to rip that jerk bait and make those fish eat because that's what they do with jerk baits. They just eat them when you rip it. Uh, the glide bait's just like, uh, uh, back and forth. And, you know, it, it, it actually was sort of, uh, drives me crazy. And, uh, we come up with a prototype, and he gave me a couple. We had a two-hook one. Uh, that two-hook one ran really good. Yeah, the two-hook one ran really good, but I was getting a lot of misses. But I think it was the second fish we caught on it was a 52-inch fish. <laughs> yeah. Your third fish. The, uh, the, 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 the old saying is, is when, when, when not the old saying, it's something that kind of happens here until Vance broke the streak this year, was... <laughs> When when Todd and I make a bait together, um, or even even the swimmers, uh, every bait that that Fat Az has, I catch the first muskie, 
Todd catches the first fifty. Yeah. That that was that way until this year when you we had that prototype bait yeah. that was sitting in the water next to the boat and that fish grabbed it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, Andy handed me his rod. It was on my rod. I said he was switch me. Yeah, he was he was correcting me of, of how I'm prop you know supposed to proper use proper real setup. Yeah, proper real setup, and I I thought it was fine. I got I got to grab. The, I got that prototype. I got one of those prototypes. I got to start throwing it because if you guys yeah. now got the first muskie, it's time for me to get the fifty. There there you go. That's a, that's what it is. But Andy Andy handed me his. His rod, I I, just, I chucked it out there while he was explaining stuff to me, and I was just like, yeah, huh, okay, yeah, all right. And then all of a sudden, this thing just comes up, and I was like, oh, a fish. <laughs> it was hysterical. Uh, but I think you, you had a tough day that day, too. I think I, we you, we didn't end up getting... Well, you know, we, I, I had to leave early. You had to leave early, but I, I caught the fish on your rod... You, you yeah you, you caught that you caught that fish on my rod and then I caught another one and then I caught one I caught one on a gold rapala raptor there you go but you know I, I you you had more fish than me but I had big fish yeah but I felt bad because you handed me your 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 outfit and I caught it on there <laughs> yeah it was a castaway that's all it is that's what that's what happens when you try to be nice you yeah I was to, I was fixing do... it and then then it's I a... give you back your rear you're like oh my gosh this is so much easier to turn yeah. I can and, and I can attest to that. You know, I've caught a lot of fish this year. It's probably because of that. It was you've shown me how to properly use my rig. It at least doubled your your fish catch. Uh, absolutely. absolutely, at least <laughs> a slight adjustment on on the braking system of your reels. Yes. Um, but it's yeah, an insane I, day, Vance, you had today. Yeah, nine fish. Uh, but, remember those days? They don't come around all that often. I know. I'm telling and it, you about those days. I, we, we talked a little bit before we got on the phone here tonight. You know, the days like that were ten fish casting or something. It's like, oh yeah, you get all excited and you go out the next day and you get zeroed. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you're back to reality. Yeah. Yeah, catch one on the third cast. I mean, there's actually days you sort of feel sorry for those goofy things. And it's like, oh Jesus. So, yeah, they don't. They 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 come around every once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, right out of the gates, first cast. I day you're going to remember. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Wrapped a jerk bait. Unbelievable. Yeah. But uh, yep, that that pretty much wraps up the uh, the explanation of the personnel here at Fatty Z Muskie. Uh, you know, in a future podcast, you know, we're not trying to make this a giant infomercial, but it was all relevant to to how all this played out and why. Todd's on speakerphone and Vance is here with a mic hooked up and I'm hooked up with a mic and talking about all this. But you know, we'll 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 deal a little bit more uh with with the baits and stuff and some of the rod holders in a future podcast. Uh but it was we're we're just trying to build the, the personality that that the people, you know, you guys listening can kind of get a feel for who's who's what and recognize the voices and whatnot. So um and there's no doubt we have all extremes covered here. I mean, I mean, you're dealing with the, you know, Andy's a river guy, small water, you know. Side console. Vance's, yeah, Vance is getting into it, and you know. He's uh, I mean, he's the tiller. Long time, a lot of places. I mean, we, we, we we're all doing three different things. We got three different boats. We talked about that last time. I mean, very very extremes here, but we're overlapping with each other a little bit. Yeah. You know, we get Andy up there. He's got some fish on some of the 
that big that big water i just uh, you know that you know like like you were saying earlier with the glider it was just it was kind of boring for you back and forth driving you nuts for me i can go into a spot and i'm going to show you this spot you know these spots vance if, if we get a good fall with not a lot of rain mm. um that glider is going to be your saving grace because it's going to take your cast and make it three times longer duration to bring in. Yeah. And when you're casting in literally 18 inches of water, you're not ripping a raptor. Yeah. It, it, and it's, yeah. but that, that's my style of fishing is, well, I just walked a half a mile to get to this hole. Yeah. And, um, I could, I could rip a raptor three, three casts and, and, and just comb this area out. Or I can take three casts that take 10 minutes Mm-hmm. With with this and it, and it's just it, it's a different mindset. It's a slower. Oh yeah, it's all different. I mean, those those places. I you know I couldn't even believe some of those fish you got in there. I couldn't. You know, there's muskies in that spot that right there and that. Yeah, I, I did. I you drove know, you by some of those. I pointed out yeah, and like what what uh, this isn't a, this isn't a lake. This isn't a Great Lakes. This isn't Canada. I can't believe that yeah, there's this, muskies this is, in there. This is a 20, 20 by forty foot hole in a river. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where's the, where's my boat? Yeah, just don't, the... yeah, don't cast over there. There's a log, but you can walk out and get your bait if you need to. <laughs> you get hung up in a tree. Yeah, you know. the, the the joke that Todd and I have is I like to fish in the shade. Yeah, <laughs> and in the summer when the river's nice. Yeah, yeah, he's like, it's too, it, 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 it's so hot. I can't believe you're out there. That would have been horrible. <laughs> fish in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh-huh. But, uh, so, you know, that, that wraps up this podcast pretty much. I mean, we're at an hour and 10 minutes and, uh, you know, that, that's the story. So, uh, that's how we got all brought together. That, that, that's how it brought these, you know, musky fishermen, but from three different, you know, three different, not really regions, but three different types of water, three different kinds of boats all together. And, uh, you know, that's a little bit more about us. So. I guess like Fat AZ Muskie products on Facebook, I'm going to be posting up uh, photos uh, of, of these original raptors and, and one with, you know, a photo of a current raptor, kind of show you the progress. Um, feel free to message us. Uh, if you have comments, questions, complaints, we don't care. Let us hear them. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're working on building an audience. And uh, tell your friends, subscribe. Todd, you want to get a plug-in? Yeah, we're ready to go here. Muddy Fishing Guide. Got some openings. Got still, still got lots of openings in September, October, and we're going to go get them one way or the other. Was that MuddyCreekFishingGuides.com and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook? If you're heading out in the east, you're not going to find a better lake out, you know, out in the east than where Todd's at. So um, look them up and. Uh, I guess until next time, good luck fishing. Talk to you later.